0: morning liberty well what is going on all of our liberty loving friends welcome back to another fantastic episode on this friday of the good morning liberty podcast i'm one of the hosts here charlie chuck thompson with me as always just across the room this time not not across the crusty pay lakes anymore for the entire week mr nathaniel paul thurston how you doing today my man
1: I'm doing pretty good so far. I have not been sick since I started coming over here, so that's good. Yeah, that's good so far. Although I I was sick a few weeks ago, so I I probably already had it. Probably already had it. Yeah, that's that's what we're seeing so far. This thing
0: has a long incubation period. You never know.
1: It it seems like maybe a lot of us have already had it. But you know what it is yeah by the way, we don't even have to say it well, i don't even want to say it anymore actually yeah. i just want to say it i don't want to talk negatively about it because i don't want it to come back and hurt <laughs> us on social media or anything like that so yeah. yeah this is the good morning liberty podcast i'm nate we come on here every single day and talk about life liberty and the pursuit of meaning by every single day i mean really every single day of the week for a long time now this is episode 238 doing this every single day wow. when we want to during the week talking about i don't know just life yep. life and your liberty and how the evil tyrannical government is getting in the way of everything and what we can do to fix that by the way
0: today's a bonus because we're streaming live on other platforms for free today
1: yeah for just a little just, bit maybe just it'll just be give... l- limited i don't know we'll yeah. see
0: well just to give some people uh, a preview of what our patreon supporters have been getting every single day of the week which is us live, you get to see it live. Interact with us, comment, laugh at us because we're really we're not dumb, but <laughs> we, but but sometimes we say dumb things, man.
1: Cause we because we, we want to. We looked at we didn't exactly dress up today. I put all my jackets on. Yeah, for this episode, I was really cold this morning, and I've been too busy to take off each of these layers that i have on and let me tell you what it really did get warmer today i think it's about 75 outside right now in nashville so uh, it's almost 80 i think terrible idea that's how that's
0: how cold you were this morning just kept going back to the closet
1: i was shivering and i was like screw it i'm putting on another jacket i'm just gonna do it and then i have no pants on as everyone else is around the world (laughs) no pants so that i doubled up on top yeah double up on top nothing on bottom
0: luckily for me he's wearing shorts though yeah for everyone that that needs to be aware of that. Um,
1: <laughs> and then you can wear like your comfy flip-flops every day, you know? You don't really have to put shoes on these days. No, you don't. Things are different. I like it. It's much yeah, more comfortable. It's good stuff. We got a lot of important stuff in the stack today and not a lot of time to do it because it's already late in the day. We got to talk about Walmart dishing out some bonuses, go through some hilarious Elon Musk for a little bit for our daily Musk. It's the dumbest bleep of the week here on the Good Morning Liberty <laughs> Podcast. We do that on Friday sometimes, so we got to go between our three dumbest, most idiotic, most tyrannical tweets that we have found throughout the week and just see which one you guys think is in fact the dumbest we'll be talking about jeff bezos and amazon of course some news stories that you really aren't going to see on your mainstream media because Mm -mm. you you won't get this kind of play on cnn the kind of stuff that jeff bezos is saying right now that's not what they want i doubt bernie sanders posted an article talking about what Bezos said at their shareholder meeting. I don't think he's going to talk about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, it's weird he's not going to take all them profits and stuff them in his pockets.
1: Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. He said that they will be spending all of their profit from this last quarter on their employees, on different efforts, PPE, all kinds of stuff. You're not going to hear that from AOC or Bernie Sanders Mm-mm. at all. The FDA authorized emergency Remdesivir. From Gilead Sciences, G I L D. If you guys are interested in their stock ticker symbol, so emergency use. By the way, this is like a couple months. It it took them to do this. I thought I thought it was minimum ten years. Yeah, this is for that it we were talking about earlier. It. Yeah. 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 it's It. This medication is for it, and you know what we're talking about. But they shortened the span of time it takes for new medication. All the way from 10, 12 years and billions and billions of dollars down to just a few short months when the public outcry for new medication was high enough. I guess all of a sudden the FDA can work really quickly. Isn't that weird? It's so weird. And
0: if we have time, we might dive into uh, Canada announced today that they're going to ban all assault weapons, whatever that means, inside of their borders. And so uh, there's just one thing in this article I want to talk about if we have time. If not, uh, before we get started here, I want to tell you guys, as I mentioned earlier, you are getting the free live version. Uh, our Patreon supporters are obviously still getting their live that they get every single day, but we are streaming to Facebook and a couple other places for free today. Um, good little crowd on Facebook today. Thanks for joining and watching. So if you guys want to support the show, you can by going to patreon.com slash goodmorningliberty. Uh, and then also I want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast on your phone. If you're watching live here on Facebook or YouTube or anywhere else, uh go on your phone look up good morning liberty hit that subscribe button it's purple if you're on an iphone if you're listening on spotify hit that follow button it's probably green
1: or something like that i bet yeah
0: i bet yeah and and what that does is just sends this episode directly to your phone and every time we record the most fantastic podcast every single day it's you're just going to get it for free
1: isn't that nice i it's really nice i endorse that idea right there that's pretty good so walmart the evil Evil, terrible, capitalist Walmart hate them. Everybody, please get your hate ready for Walmart. I mean, they ran out of toilet paper so many times. I know. Yeah, you got to hate them. But I, I, they might have make a lot of money off that toilet paper. I don't know. Yeah. Why is it that I keep seeing Charmin ads? By the way, do I need to be reminded that toilet paper is a good thing right now? It seems like such a waste of advertising. It was already me. in the budget. Like you really have to. No, I'm telling you, the toilet paper ads skyrocketed in the last few weeks. <laughs> it was like they're rubbing it in your face, just like, hey, look what you can't get. Maybe that's the thought though. They're they're you know, drumming up that whole scarcity thing and making it something that you want even more because it's not there. That's what it is. That's the marketing tactic. They're using scarcity to their advantage. This is from Fox Business. Walmart pays hourly staff nearly $180 million in bonuses with more to come. So... Once again from Fox, Walmart paid almost 180 million bucks in cash bonuses to its hourly associates nationwide on Thursday and has fulfilled its goal of hiring 200,000 more employees since March in response to demand prompted by the novel It. It. The company announced. Donna Morris, the company's chief political officer, said in a memo posted to its website Thursday that hourly associates received the extra cash, which was actually accelerated quarterly incentive payouts in addition to previously announced bonuses. Walmart announced in mid-March press release it plans to pay its full-time hourly employees $300 each and its part-time hourly workers $150 as a special cash cash bonus, which is going to total for them. More than $365 million. They have a lot of employees. A lot. When you think about, wow, that doesn't sound like very much money. They got 2.2 million employees, maybe 2.4 now that they just hired 200,000 more people. Yeah, they just hired more. (laughs) They have a lot of people working for them. That, plus the bonuses paid on Thursday, amounts to nearly $550 million to its employees through bonuses or accelerated incentives. So they paid out the incentives early so people could have the money. And so they please would not be Asking for Walmart to close so they could go on unemployment, which was really a good investment these days, unemployment. It's pretty good. I hear it pays well. Walmart also celebrated reaching its goal of hiring 200,000 more employees for its stores and fulfillment and distribution centers. The retail giant has more than 11,500 retail locations in 27 countries. That's a lot. That's a lot of stores to manage. Let me tell you what.
0: Donna, you know... You said chief political officer. I don't think Walmart (laughs) has a political officer. They do. She's a people officer, which is interesting how big the company is. They you know, you typically have a CEO and like a CFO and a COO, and then maybe a CMO, like the yeah. chief marketing officer.
1: At least I didn't no. mess
0: up her initials. She just handles. She just handles people. She's yeah. a chief people officer. A
1: CPO. Yeah. How about that? Just, yeah. I never that's, heard of one before.
0: That's what most people want to be when they grow up. Now
1: this is really crazy to me to think about. This is so it's going to be five hundred and fifty million dollars to employees. What I had to say about this on our Patreon uh, this morning was when you think about this entire argument over Walmart CEO Doug McMillan gets paid $22 million a year and the workers only make $11 an hour, whatever it is that they make. How minuscule does that look right now? Imagine, like, this is $550 million, and most people are going to scoff at that $300 each that the full-time workers are going to be getting. That was with them paying out a total of $550 million in bonuses. Doug McMillan only makes $22 million a year. That's it. That totals $11 extra per year per worker if they wanted to completely axe their CEO and only have the CPO, I guess, and they just wanted to axe the CEO and give all his money out to the workers, it's it's going to be about 11 bucks a year. So that's just how minuscule that whole CEO pay argument was. I mean, this is so much bigger. This is like, this is... This is a ton, tons of CEOs. How many CEOs is that? That they just paid out. It's a lot of CEOs. It's a lot. Yeah. it's like yeah. I mean, it's like 20, it's like 27 CEOs, something like that. It is. So anyway, I thought that was cool. Tell me about Amazon and uh, well, Jeff Bezos.
0: Yeah. The other thing is like, if you got the government stimulus, which most Walmart workers probably did, plus this extra 300 bucks, you got $1,500 in stimulus. Yeah. That was a private public partnership. <laughs> True. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, on to more greedy corporations. Uh, Amazon's CEO, which is Jeff Bezos or Bezos, tells investors you may want to take a seat as he explains why the company will spend entirety of four billion dollar profit. This coming from Market Watch, CNN, CNN Market Watch. Amazon.com Incorporated, unsurprisingly, topped expectations for quarterly sales amid it pandemic <laughs> amid the pandemic. But it was comments from CEO Jeff Bezos in a written statement accompanying the retailer's earnings report that really drew the focus of Wall Street Thursday evening. The remarks constituted arguably the lengthiest such statement from the world's richest man in a quarterly report and underscored the magnitude of the deadly disease that has left much of the world struggling to emerge from forced business shutdowns and a temporary uh, secession of normalcy to help limit the contagion's spread. Now, we have also told you guys it may not be as serious as this as this paragraph.
1: Yeah, <laughs> leads it to be. It it may not be as serious yeah, as that exactly. paragraph sounds.
0: In that environment, Amazon up almost five percent as at the time of this article was written has prospered, serving as the go-to online delivery service. One that had previously managed to crush competitors through the sheer might of of a one point two trillion dollar behemoth. Some rivals, indeed, have buckled under the strain of the current environment, even as Amazon shares have soared 34% so far in 2020. Amazon's reported $75 billion in sales in the first quarter, but its profit declined. Amazon's expected expenditures going forward could also deliver a hit to the company in the coming quarters. Wait, so you're telling me Amazon <laughs> made $75 billion yeah, this first quarter, but its profit Declined.
1: Well, you know, it's also because they, hire,
0: they their goal is to hire 100,000 people.
1: What's also really interesting to me is that their shares soared 34% and their profit went down during that time. It's pretty crazy. It's almost like there's a lot of business expenses involved mm-hmm. with getting all of these products to everyone. It doesn't just automatically mean that they're making more money than they've ever made. In fact, they're not making more money than they've ever made, their profit went down. In the first quarter so far.
0: And it's about to go down more. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Amazon's expected
0: expenditures going forward could also deliver a hit to the company in the coming quarters. Shares of Amazon were down 5.5% in after-hour trades following gains during Thursday's regular trading session. Here's Bezos. Here's Jeff Bezos' full statement that accompanied the earnings right, right here.
1: So this is what he actually said to the so, shareholders.
0: Yeah, this is what he said to them. From online shopping to Oz. to to aws which is their uh that's their technical platform where they do the cloud hosting and all that for for intranet companies uh to prime video and fire tv the current crisis is demonstrating the adaptability and durability of amazon's business as never before but is also the hardest time we've ever faced said jeff bezos amazon founder and ceo we are inspired by all the essential workers we see doing their jobs nurses and doctors grocery store cashiers police officers and our own extraordinary frontline employees the service we provide has never been more critical and the people doing the frontline work our employees and all the contractors throughout our supply chain are counting on us to keep them safe as they do the work as they do that work we're not going to let them down providing for customers and protecting employees as this crisis continues for for more months is going to take skill, humility, invention, and money. If you're, this is the important part right here. If you're a share share owner in Amazon, you may want to take a seat because we're not thinking small under normal circumstances in this coming quarter 2 we'd expect to make some $4 billion or more in operating profit, but these aren't normal, normal circumstances. Instead, we expect to spend the entirety, the entirety of that $4 billion and perhaps a bit more on COVID-related on it. Sorry, covid expenses, getting products to customers and keeping employees safe. This includes investment in personal protective equipment, enhanced cleaning of our facilities, less efficient process paths that better allow for effective social distancing, higher wages for hourly teams, and hundreds of millions to develop our own COVID-19 testing capabilities. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world right now and the best investment we can make is in the safety and well-being of our hundreds of thousands of employees. I'm confident that our long-term oriented share owners will understand and embrace our approach and that, in fact, they would expect no less. He didn't say it, but he's like, for all you short-term shareholders,
1: you don't yeah. understand. Yeah, you, you just don't get it. Now, this is, I mean, that's a pretty cool It's a pretty cool statement. Clearly, the, that,
0: clearly the government must have forced them to do this.
1: This must have came from a yeah. law, some type of law that maybe Bernie Sanders had proposed or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's... Now, listen, you're not going to hear anyone on the left side talking about this whatsoever. They've been complaining and and, and employees, I mean like 300 employees, staged a walkout. All these kinds of things have happened because they didn't have adequate hand sanitizer or face masks and all that in their warehouses. No one's going to talk about the fact that they might be dumping... $4 billion or more back into their employees and PPE and all that kind of stuff, it's gonna get completely ignored. Just so you guys all know. This $4 billion will be entirely ignored by the workers. And after they do this, after they do this, since the government didn't make them do it, you know what people are gonna want? More. That's what they'll want. They'll want more after that because it didn't come from some type of a law. Now, what's
0: amazing is, this is what's amazing about businesses, especially ones that last a really long time. They are smart enough to plan for the 200-year horizon that they expect to be around. Yeah. Now, government Mm -hmm. will take in $3.5 trillion, and probably less this year, but... They'll take in about $3 trillion, trillion, and they'll see how fast they can spend that. And not only that, but they'll put another trillion to $4 trillion on the credit card, mm-hmm. on the government credit card. Whereas Amazon's going to be like, hey, we made $4 billion in profit. Can we spend all of that on investing in the future to make sure if something similar like this happens again, which it probably will because viruses are a thing and pandemics are a thing? Even if it's not even that much of a crisis, uh, shutting down the economy apparently is a thing now for the government to do. How about we take that four billion that we have? We made it. Why don't we just invest that to the future, and we'll we'll make even more the next time the the next crisis hits.
1: And it's not exactly like they're just going to take the four billion and they're going to divide it by their seven hundred thousand employees, and they're just going to give it out to all the employees for them
0: to buy new smart TVs, something like that.
1: Like that's that's not really what they're going to do. They're going to try to make all their facilities better. They're going to try and make them safer. They're going to try and invest in all the PPE that they can. And I'm sure they'll give out a lot of bonuses as well. But, you know, it's okay that they're spending this whole $4 billion, by the way, because they're in the profit. They're on the top side of the equation here. Whereas the government, when they decide that they're going to split everything out between everyone or a select group of people, well, they're heavily heavily in the negative, like $24 trillion in the negative when they decide to do this, or they're a trillion to four trillion in the negative for the year when they decide to do this. So it's a whole lot, a whole lot different. Whenever you're talking about a highly profitable company now, thankfully, that Bezos has kept doing what he's doing. And by the way, Thanks to Bezos for creating Amazon so we could all have something that we're using during this time when a bunch of stores have been forcefully shut down by the tyrannical will of the politicians. It's a good thing that Amazon does exist because what will we all be doing then? Has anyone on the left thought about that whatsoever? That What if Amazon and this entire online phenomenon did not happen and we had this coronavirus pop up and all of a sudden, either we had to choose between not ever being able to get anything or we would all have to be going to the stores. You would think all the people on the left would think, well, if we didn't have Amazon, there would just be millions of people dead because we would not have been able to shut down the economy had it not been for places like Amazon existing. you think they would be thinking that, like how many more people would die from this from this disease if we weren't allowed, if we weren't able to shut down all of the shopping and everyone had to still go out and get all of their things instead of ordering them online. I I would expect, well, I wouldn't expect, I was going to try and be nice and say that I would expect that that thought Mm-mm. process would go through no. the brain, but it doesn't. And that's not a surprise.
0: Well, it's really all, you know, I was listening to the Gary Vee podcast this morning and, you know, he was talking about how many lives, you know, we can talk about deaths and things like this, but how many lives has this whole pandemic actually saved? As far as like people that would have probably died in car wrecks you know he was saying he was like look if this if this pandemic occurred you know two months earlier kobe bryant might still be alive you know because he wouldn't have been taking his daughter to to this to the basketball game or whatever it was because they wouldn't have had the basketball game it would have been canceled you think about how many people die every single i guarantee car wrecks are going to be down are you saying
1: that the shutdown has saved lives
0: I'm saying it has saved some. I mean, I, it's it's a matter of how you look at it. You can be optimistic about it, or you can be ra- pessimistic rates, about.
1: It. Rates of some things are going to go down. There, I mean, rates of all infectious diseases are probably going to go down. You know, you're going to get your diseases that are hereditary or whatever that are going to pop up, but the flu is probably going to go down with COVID more than more than likely if we are doing anything like that. And yeah, car wrecks might go down, but then other things like heart disease and and maybe uh, the length of your life with cancer, if you end up skipping treatments or other different types of diseases, those could, those Zoli's could, a you know, there's trade-offs on both sides. It's not just automatic that we do the shutdown and, and we save well, lives.
0: And think about this is like, yeah, we might be saving lives, let's say, from car wrecks right now because not not as many people are on the road. However, that's only until the shutdown stays. And then once it's lifted, which is starting to reopen back up, I mean, states are, you know, Georgia, everywhere are starting to open back up. Today is May 1st. It's mm-hmm. the dawn of a new day and month, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but so all the car wrecks, I guess, are going to go back up.
1: Everyone's going to be, be out of practice because they haven't been driving <laughs> <Right>. as often. <laughs> right. So (laughs) unless you've been doing Mario Kart or something, you know, maybe you've been doing that in your
0: house, but, but the economic ramifications are going to last much longer uh, because it's going to be much harder for people to get jobs as businesses either spend all their profits or they're trying to make back all the money they lost.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, so I guess we'll trade-offs. see. One, we will. one side of the equation is being forced, and we're still going to release the lockdown eventually. And then, of course, people are going to be around people again. And more than likely, if there is still a disease going around, people could still get sick. But have no fear. The FDA has authorized remdesivir. Have no fear, remdesivir. That's their ad right there. <laughs> For emergency use as coronavir- as a coronavirus treatment. All right, so this is cool. We talked
0: about this, what, a month ago?
1: Yeah, yeah, we had such a hard time saying remdesivir. Well, now we got it. Now it's just common, Down. common knowledge these days. CBS News, this is where this is from. The Food and Drug Administration has authorized the antiviral drug remdesivir for emergency use in treating coronavirus cases. FDA Commissioner Stephen Hahn announced in an impromptu Oval Office meeting on Friday afternoon. Daniel O'Day, the CEO of Gilead Sciences, which produces the drug, also attended the meeting with administration officials. O'Day said the Gile- that Gilead would continue the work with the administration and said the company is working to increase its supply of IV remdesivir, which does not cure the disease but may help shorten its duration. All right, so make sure everyone gets your get your expectations right on this. This does not. This is like Tamiflu. Okay, you know you, you get the flu and you take Tamiflu. And you end up having the flu for about 10 less hours than you would have. It's, it's maybe something like that. But hopefully that stops it from getting as bad as it, as it could get. Han thanked O'Day for the company's collaboration with the administration and praised FDA officials for work in responding to the pandemic. Oh, thank you, FDA officials, for all of your approval work. This is an important clinical advance, Han said about remdesivir, calling it the first authorized therapy for COVID-19. Dr. Deborah Burks, the leader of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, also praised O'Day and the drug, which shortened the recovery time for some coronavirus patients in a recently completed clinical trial. That was a fast trial. That's a pretty quick trial. Probably about the fastest trial that we've ever had. It was, it was tremendous. This is our first really positive step forward, Birx said. In a statement announcing the emergency use authorization, the FDA said that given that there are no adequate, approved, or available alternative treatments... The known and potential benefits to treat the serious or life-threatening virus currently outweigh the known and potential risks of the drug's use. So mm. they're saying that there are, there are going to be risks like there are on every single drug, and uh, but they think that the potential benefits are going to be better. It's I, I've been wondering about this trial, by the way, because when you have a disease that already about 99.997% of people end up... Uh, recovering. percent uh, of people end up recovering from the process on checking to see if a drug works has to be pretty difficult i mean your control groups and everything uh, it's it's got to be difficult because most of those people were already going to recover like if they had a thousand people in the trial you know two two or three of them were going to die and and the rest of them were going to survive and maybe in the trial one of them Certain, one extra person survived or something like that, well, you know, let's it's, it's got to be difficult.
0: The good news is, is about shortening the length of uh, a virus like this is like, the really bad thing is when you're, when you have to be on a ventilator, yeah. right? So if you can shorten the length of it, maybe you don't have to go to the ICU. Yeah. Maybe you'll be fine taking IV remdesivir and being on a little bit of oxygen. And then you'll recover in a couple of days, rather than being on a ventilator for two weeks.
1: Are you so, ready to see all of the remdesivir advertisements playing all the time yeah. while you're watching stuff? If, Man, I was talking to my wife about Talk the, to your doctor about it. About the yeah, talk to your about your doctor about remdesivir. <laughs> They'll you know that the advertisement is going to be about a minute and a half long. It's going to have a slow motion thing of a lady playing with her dog in a frisbee or something like that. And then for about a minute and 20 seconds, they're going to name off all the ways that it can kill you after that. <laughs> and that it drives me insane because you know Look at that stuff before you take the medication. don't don't make don't make all of these pharmaceutical companies buy advertising that's six times longer than what it should be for the medication so they can list off every potential side effect. Read it on the side of the freaking bottle or in the paper. There's something bad that can happen from every medication. if the If the commercial can be ten seconds long and it's a slow motion clip of a lady playing with a dog in a park and she's happy because she recovered from coronavirus, then just let them run a 10-second commercial. Come on, we don't need to spend extra money on that right Yeah, we don't need it. That's that's all I got. Tell me about the Daily Musk.
0: Oh, and then it's time for the dumb bleep of the week, isn't yep. it? It's uh, actually quite hilarious. I, Dude, I actually, I,
1: can Can you read through some of the tweets, actually? Could I really you, enjoy it. You want me to do that first? Yeah, well, I'll read the uh, the first thing if you want to find the yeah, tweets. go ahead. Just go ahead and find those. Tesla's Musk doubles down against coronavirus restrictions, calling it fascism. From Market Watch. also, that was in my news feed Today they saw me click on one article, so that's all I got after that. <laughs> so Jeff, Jeff and the private group. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into it. That's good though. One of my yeah, favorites. That's,
0: that's one of the side effects.
1: Yeah, that's one <laughs> that's one of the worst ones. Okay. Tesla's Musk doubles down against coronavirus restrictions. He just went on a Twitter tirade today, which was, it was hilarious. And yesterday also talking about how our restrictions are fascist. So Tesla CEO Elon Musk reiterated his criticism of ongoing shelter in place orders across the U.S., calling it an infringement of people's rights. Who would have known that Elon Musk was getting himself ready to run for libertarian presidency this whole time? I don't really know. And saying that telling people they cannot leave their homes is fascist. This is not democratic. Now, I don't really like his phrasing there because democratic can be awful tyrannical. If most of the people think that you should be forced to stay in your house, then it is democratic. Unfortunately, democratic is 51% of the people control what the other 49% of the people do. Give people back their expletive. Freedom. I don't know what he said. This just says in uh, in parentheses, expletive. Yeah. Freedom. Tesla's sole U.S. vehicle producing factory in Fremont, California, has been shuttered since late March, as the San Francisco Bay Area was among the first regions in the U.S. to issue mandatory shutdowns. I, I
0: I guarantee I can guess what he was saying there.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Give, I don't know. Give
0: people back. Probably rhymes with trucking. Probably their trucking freedom. Yeah. Give people back their trucking freedom, man.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know, and he's, he's, uh, he's got a bit of an accent, I think. Where's where's his family from? I can't I remember. Know. Is it like it's, South Africa or something like that? I don't know. Where's, I don't really remember. Where's Elon Musk from? Let's let's search that. It's outrage that will cause great harm, not just to Tesla, but other companies and suppliers, Musk said in a call with analysts late Wednesday. While many will weather the storm, there are many small companies that will not, Musk said. Tesla earlier Wednesday reported a surprise first quarter profit, sending the stock soaring in the extended session. By the way, when we're talking about all these billionaires and how much money they're all worth and everything, keep in mind that they just said it was a surprise that their company posted a first quarter profit. That's because Tesla is not profitable. And uh, I don't know when it will be. There's been a lot of money dumped into that, but they typically don't make a lot of money, but they're still worth a lot of money. In fact, I believe they're still worth more than GM and Ford Mm -hmm. and all those, and they never made any money. Cons- consider that for People a second. People just,
0: buy, just buying into Elon Musk. Did you find That's those a,
1: tweets? Uh, yeah. I all did. right.
0: Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to tell you though. First of all, Elon Musk was born in South Africa. Okay. And he is the son of. I know uh, my Musk. He's the son of May <laughs> Musk. <laughs> um, and she's a model and dietitian from Saskatchewan in Canada. And Errol Musk, his father, he's a South. He was a South African electro, uh, electromechanical engineer, a pilot, and a sailor.
1: Wow. South Africa is a country, by the way. It's not just the southern part of the True. continent of the Africa. Country, yeah. I will never make that mistake again. <laughs> have you made that mistake? I've made that mistake before. I'm sorry. It was very embarrassing.
0: It's a country.
1: Yeah. yeah I country. asked them where they were from. They said South Africa. And I was like, oh, what country? <laughs> You're like, oh yeah. The I didn't have to tell that story on the podcast, the country, by the way. The
0: country South Africa. It's a country yeah, itself. It I'm sorry. Well, it seems like Elon Musk was born with Many, many leather bound books yeah. in his crib. <laughs> he's pretty smart. But anyway, Elon Musk tweeted today, which was absolutely hysterical. Go check it out if you haven't. He started off by saying today, I am selling almost all physical possessions. We'll own, <laughs> we'll own no house. Then he said uh, his girlfriend was mad at him for that. I <laughs> so. just
1: imagine Musk sitting at home and he just he's sitting there, he's upset, and he just goes, ah. Screw it! Screw it! He just gets his phone out and he gets on Twitter, says "Screw it!" and starts doing this. What Charlie's reading right now? And he
0: said, "Just one stipulation on the sale, though. I own Gene Wilder's old house. It cannot be torn down or lose any of its soul." (laughs) So I guess if he sells that, then there's a there's a stipulation uh, for the contract of that sale. You can't tear it down, and you can't can't let it
1: lose its soul. I guess I won't buy it then.
0: Yeah. Then he went on to say, uh, then he went on to post a a thread that says, and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air. Uh, Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave? And then he asked a question, "Or the land of the free and the home of the brave? Question mark? Question mark. He does, he asks the questions that. And then he says, now give people back their freedom. (laughs) (laughs) Then right after that, Is this the right Tesla at, one? Yes. Oh my god. Then right after that, he says, <laughs> Tesla stock price is too high, in my
1: opinion. <laughs> this is CEO of Tesla tweeting yeah. that Tesla's stock price is too high, in it's my like, opinion. No, it's too high. <laughs> That's just the ultimate, like, screw it. Now we'll the, see what happens. Now
0: obviously the stock market was down overall today, about three percent. Um, but the it did lose. Uh Tesla was down about 10% today. <laughs> And according to the latest articles coming out, since Elon Musk tweeted that at about ten o'clock this morning Central Time, uh, Tesla lost about fourteen billion dollars. <laughs> now something in in, uh, in market in market cap.
1: Something to know about Musk: he hates hates short sellers. He hates it when people short stock, and he's been really upset with people who are shorting Tesla stock for a long time. And a couple of years ago he said that Tesla was going to be quote, the short burn of the century. And ever since then, I think he's been devising this crazy plan to continue to punish the short sellers of Tesla. I think he's that smart because not too long after that was when he tweeted that he might take Tesla public at $420 per share. Now they ended up popping all the way up to you guessed it 420 dollars per share because you if you thought someone was going to take it public and pay everyone 420 per share and it was selling for 380 per share private uh private and for 420 per share and it was selling for 380 then you would buy it so he ends up getting in trouble by the sec gets fined a little bit tesla stock just dumps after that of course short sellers popping in like crazy again and then all of a sudden, they turn the company around, and the stock, even down 10%, today is trading all the way up at $700 per share right it now. Is. It's it's more valuable than than GM and Ford put together. And I th- I still think that this is part of his plan to rob the bank accounts of all stock short sellers that exist <laughs> out there. Because now I think he's going to say, oh, well, I think it's overpriced, and he knows that they have a plan to be insanely profitable. So he's trying to get people to sell off the stock right now and go short on it where it's at. And then he's going to flip it up to 2,000 bucks a share. Yeah. Honestly, him tweeting that makes me want to buy it. tell you the truth.
0: (laughs) Wait for the bottom or just go ahead and buy it?
1: Uh, I think uh, I think maybe we'll wait for the bottom. I haven't looked at their chart very much, but probably around the five hundred dollar range. We're in I would no say. way offering any
0: <clears throat> stock advice. No, by the no, way, no,
1: I did yeah. not. I literally didn't look at their chart. I'm assuming there's a good buying opportunity around five hundred. That's probably a, a significant resistance level they hit. So anyway, this whole thing with Musk is pretty crazy. Now there's a there's another side of this. Another CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, been completely different about this. He's happy about this shutdown. You know what's You know what's different about those two people? One of them, their business operates on people going places and doing things, and one of them, their business operates on people never doing anything except for being on their phone. And then one of them is completely okay with the shutdown, and the other one is very much against the shutdown well imagine that so not saying that zuckerberg has any biases whatsoever but i think if facebook was some type of a facial cream company then he would be upset well i don't know you could still use your face cream at home i don't know some kind of a still ordering a travel delivered. company yeah. that, that he that he had if he owned Hertz, if he owned Hertz, <laughs> uh which is not a good stock to own currently then he might be singing a different tune right here, man. Yeah. Let me tell you what. He's okay.
0: saying those colors don't float.
1: <laughs> well, why don't we move on? Why don't we move on to the the dumbest bleep of the week? Listen, Zuckerberg's all for this. I was gonna read another article. Musk is not. I think it's interesting to see two people vehemently opposed, diametrically opposed, and both of their businesses, one of them be hurting from this whole shutdown, and the other one is benefiting wildly. Because you all know your Facebook time has gone up oh yeah you all know it has for sure just look at your
0: screen time on your phone
1: (laughs) (laughs) so um let's go through and figure out what the dumbest thing we heard this week was i scanned through some things and we saved one save one that uh, maurice maurice sent over one of our patreon supporters now this was from uh bill de blasio we got four options we gotta pick this is number one bill de blasio this is from two days ago three days ago this was his tweet My message to the Jewish community and all communities is this simple. The time for warnings has passed. I have instructed the NYPD to proceed immediately to summons or even arrest those who gather in large groups. This is about stopping this disease and saving lives. Now that was in response period and then a literal period after that. The word period and then a a period Mm. after it. You don't have to type the word period whenever you put an actual period, by the way. Well, that's what the word periods. He's is, just emphasizing.
0: For. He's emphasizing that that's the end. Yeah, this is the end of the end of yeah, just, my statement.
1: Period is typically yeah. something you say when you're talking to someone out loud and you've made an important statement. In writing, you just put the period at the end of it. Right, and that it means period. That's that's literally what it means. Or so, he's
0: secretly a misogynist. Yeah, somehow. Or
1: maybe that cuff. <laughs> maybe that's what that's what it is. So this was pretty dumb. It, of him, definitely, definitely, really dumb for him, and pretty crazy to go ahead and lump the entire Jewish community in with the group of people that were out for, I believe, a fu- a funeral that was going for on in a New rabbi, York. Yeah, yeah, a funeral for a rabbi, and of course, the entire Jewish community needs to be held. Oh, why don't you just say my message to the people that are on this street at this particular rabbi's funeral? I mean, there's like 10 million people right there in New York. Why'd you have to say the whole Jewish community? Yeah, my assumption is that the bulk of the Jewish community was not at this person's funeral. Yeah. That's my assumption. So that's not right. I saw especially... someone
0: reply and say like, there's like 1.5 million Jews in, in all in New York. <laughs> yeah. Do you think all of them were at this funeral? Exactly. There's was like a few hundred
1: people. Yeah. That's, it's a really big slip up coming from a devout communist like Bill de Blasio <laughs> for sure. So number two, Bernie Sanders. He wins. We don't even have to go through anything else. (laughs) No, it's not as dumb as some of the other stuff I saw. This is what unfettered capitalism is all about. I'm I'm ready to read because I haven't seen unfettered capitalism yet. (laughs) Trump demands that low-income workers in meatpacking plants either go back to work and get sick or lose their unemployment checks and go hungry. The struggle for justice continues. Now, my response was, are those their only two options? Yeah. Let's that's see, it. You're either going to go and you're going to get sick or you're going to starve to death. Those are your only two options in life right now. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. Uh, As a human being, that's all you get. And by life. the way,
1: if no one in the meatpacking plants go back to work, we're all going to starve to death. Right. So that's, that's <laughs> another important thing to keep in mind. So that's number two, Bernie Sanders. Charlie, you want to grab one of these? Yeah. Let me go with the
0: next one. These are both, both the last two are from, uh, well, kind of from Alexandria, Alexandria AOC. Uh, casio cortez aoc she retweeted one and she uh she retweeted one with uh with a quote i believe right yeah so the next one aoc says think about how harshly hashtag black lives matter and hashtag abolish ice activists were debased called rioters and treated as a threat to society now watch and examine how this maga armed rushing of a state legislator is treated this is for those who still think racial privilege is a fantasy.
1: Yeah. So this this was in response to uh, the people. I believe this is in Michigan, right here, and they filled up the state capitol uh, with people, gun-toting people up there in Michigan, filled up the state capitol. And from what I can tell, they're all standing around peacefully. Yeah, they're just on standing Facebook, there. on their phones. Is is really what it looks like? Cleaning their guns, and that's and- about all they're doing.
0: It doesn't look like anyone's beating on the doors.
1: They didn't set the building on fire. They're not trying to punch
0: the cops or anything.
1: They didn't throw anything through the glass windows. No. Um. They're standing in the room, and they're and they're shouting, and and that's it. Now, according to
0: AOC, though, this is how a MAGA armed rushing, yeah, of a state legislator is treated. It looks like rushing to me.
1: I uh, and maybe that's good for uh, a MAGA armed rushing that this is what a this is what an armed insurrection looks like. It's a peaceful protest, is really what it is. It's just a peaceful protest. If you were to actually compare that to some of the Black Lives Matters protests, not not that all of them have been violent. No. But we I, I think most of the responses were to the violent protests baltimore yeah the the violence of them. That, that happened in in all of those the, the um, one uh st uh, louis I can't, now i can't i, I was can't think of literally blinking on the now. name ferguson ferguson That's what it was abolish ice i mean didn't they like set a building on fire or something like that and they burned yeah. down an ice facility and they i mean they've been like Anti- you're, antifa at the uc berkeley exactly i mean you're yeah. talking about violent protests where people are literally being assaulted things are being set on fire glass is being broken all kinds of stuff is happening and then comparing it to a protest where people are just in a room shouting and no no one's setting the building on fire. Nothing crazy is happening. No Their shots not, were fired. They're not hitting someone that's on the ground with a baton or anything like that. Like they're just in a building and they're upset and that's it. So, hey, let's make that comparison. I think this one is going to win. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's going to win. So that's number Three, AOC. Yep.
0: Number four, AOC retweeted Democracy Now!, which, by the way, I mean,
1: guys. Insane.
0: If you just want to just beat your head against the wall, just go read their Twitter feed. Democracy Now! tweets, Workers at some of the biggest U.S. companies are planning an unprecedented wave of strikes for May 1st as tenants across the country organize rent strikes. People can't pay, says AOC. You cannot coerce someone into doing something that they cannot do in this uh the video here has. we need homes for all and so apparently uh the tenants are just gonna they're just not gonna pay their rent
1: now what what i would want to know is who's going to i don't know work on their housing who's going to build those things who's going to have the upkeep on the places that they're living who's going to work doing all of that this is the really weird thing like you can't coerce someone into doing something that they cannot do that's what she had to say she loves coercing people into doing things that they don't want to do. And in fact, the the government coerces people into doing things that doesn't that it can't do all the time. Yeah. Like, she would have
0: no problem coercing Jeff Bezos to hand over all of his wealth.
1: Yeah. Or or just forcing more money out of your pockets and spending it on things. That's where it kind of switches with the government because you know, you run out of money and then your coer- people can't coerce you into doing something that you can't do. The government runs out of money and they just coerce you into giving them more money. So it's, you know, kind of flipped for the two sides there. The the winning side being the government, because they're the only people that can put people in prisons.
0: And if they can't if they can't get you to give them more money or they shut the economy down, so their revenue is going to go down, they'll just print more, which in in the long run will be you just giving up more money.
1: Yeah, exactly. Through through
0: inflation, because that's the way that works. By the way, yep, we have uh, some votes here. AOC wins every time. (laughs) (laughs) Marie says, "Tell her to give me my money back." Look, I'm working on it. I told her that. I sent her a DM. She hasn't responded.
1: Yeah, I think that was the she wins right after that on the the original AOC tweet. The thing about the black uh, comparing the protest in Michigan to a Black Lives Matter protest or one of these abolish ice protests that's got to be the dumbest thing so far. Yeah, I mean. It's not even an accurate comparison whatsoever. Hmm. Not not even close. So th- does she win? Dumb- I mean, dumbest bleep of the week, AOC? I think, I think so. Imagine that. I, yeah. If you were a betting man, you would have bet that it would have been something AOC said, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I don't think you could have thought any other way.
0: I think, I mean, it's not the dumbest, but I just think Elon Musk wins Twitter of the week.
1: Oh, yeah. That was the best yeah. of the week to me.
0: <laughs> the best. When you read we're to the me. the best that, and the worst.
1: When you read to me that he tweeted, Tesla shares are overpriced, in my <laughs> opinion.
0: That's hilarious.
1: Like, I'm sorry if you own if you, you, think, you own Tesla. Do you think a, he'll
0: get fined again?
1: I'm sure he will SEC? because he he's affecting the stock price. Obviously, <laughs> when he does that. Now, listen, the entire market fell a lot today. So, yeah. of course, they said after Elon Musk tweet, uh, Tesla lost 14 billion dollars worth of value. Well, they'd already lost like 20 billion worth of value before that because the market was on its way down. Right. So it basically followed what the entire market did. So. Maybe that was driven by some of Tesla. I don't know. Possibly the market is just a collection of all the stocks that are inside right, of it. Right. So
0: I am sure Tesla's hmm. probably in the S and P five hundred at least a percentage. I
1: am just a little. Yeah. Just a just a little bit. Maybe they're in uh. Maybe they're in the old the old Q's. Maybe they're in the uh. Maybe I should have traded old T Quellen today. T Q Q Q. Oh yeah. You know. I, I don't bet know.
0: I bet they're in one of those ETFs, man. <sighs> all right. What's an ETF?
1: Well, that's an exchange traded fund. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's that, just like little mini mutual funds. They put together these little things that you can buy. Uh, and oh, that they, was
0: a. I just tossed you a softball.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. What's an ET? yeah? Ask me something hard this yeah. time.
0: What's yeah, the what, what's what is a hundred day moving average?
1: Well, that's an average of all of the whatever candles you've selected. If it is a <laughs> if it's a one minute candle, it averaged together the closing price of every single one minute candle inside of one hundred days. and it gives you that moving average right there. What's a candle? Well, a candle shows the open, the close, the high, and the low price. Inside of whatever time frame you've yeah, picked. Yeah. Obviously. Well, how do I learn all this? You go to mastermytrades.com. <laughs> go to mastermytrades.com if you guys want to learn how to trade in the stock market, learn how to read stock charts, learn what the heck a candlestick is, what a moving average is, trade some ETFs, something like that. Just go to mastermytrades.com, check out the website. We've got uh, right around 100 videos on there now, about 100 videos. And I mean, some of them are over an hour long. Spent a lot of time. On the videos on that website so if you guys want to go check that out and maybe maybe just maybe decide that you want to start trading in the stock market or maybe you can just be cool and tell your friends well i think the dow is going to turn around at twenty-five thousand and start heading down like i did a few days ago if you want to be able to do that then you can just go to mastermytrades.com watch a bunch of those videos and you'll be able to pick out the same points that we pick out and we tell you guys about about a week in advance all the time Mm -hmm. so There you go. MasterMyTrades.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Go to Patreon.com slash Good Morning Liberty if you want to watch and interact live with us. We did it for free on Facebook today just to say hi to everyone. This is just a teaser. You go to Patreon.com slash Good Morning Liberty, you get a video just like this, only with less jackets. Hi, Mom. Yeah, you get a... You get a video just like this, only with less jackets and different words, and uh, you'll get a video just like that every single day, talking about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning. So go do it, Charlie. Take us out,
0: Mom. I'm on TV. I <laughs> <laughs> made it on TV, Mom. Oh uh, yeah. So if you guys enjoyed today's episode, like I'm sure you did. I mean, I enjoyed. I enjoyed speaking. I, I really did. I enjoyed being on on camera and stuff. I don't know if you guys see Trump in the background there with his mouth wide open. <laughs> It's a nice little uh nice little gaff gift I got up there. Anyway, if you guys uh enjoyed the show, like I'm sure you did, please share the show with a friend. Tell someone you love about it, tell what someone you have one of these tell someone there. you hate about it. I don't
1: know if anyone in my band is watching right now. No one
0: knows what that is anyway.
1: This is an award.
0: Some kind of award.
1: This is a major award. Yeah. This, this is from MTV, by the way. Yeah, stop right interrupting there.
0: me when I'm telling people to share the you show. You showed
1: your baby Trump. Are you going to show your baby Trump on camera some more? I'm going to make a lot of our Facebook people mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not because he hates Trump. No, it's It was not. a free gift. Yeah, it was a gift. Yeah.
0: It was a gift from Trump. Yeah. Yeah,
1: actually. He just gave it to him. It, it, yeah. That was nice of him.
0: Yeah, a great guy. Anyway, share the show with a friend. Share it with somebody you love and maybe share it with somebody you hate and do that with like 20 people. I don't know. You... <laughs> You have 20 people you love and 20 people you hate, voice, at least.
1: Your voice keeps getting just, higher and higher. And I just keep share. Wa- just keep waiting for you to go share even, even, than, even higher than the last time. Just,
0: just please share it. <laughs> I don't know if you can share the show, but please share it. Oh, boy. <laughs> and if you guys do all of that, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you guys have a good day and a good
1: morning, Liberty. Oh, my gosh. That's good. All men and women created by the go you know the you know the thing you know the thing